Hi! Hello, my beautiful friend. Hope you're doing good. Thanks for tuning in and welcome back to the one and only Ephemeralities, the podcast. If you don't know each other already, it's very nice to meet you. I'm your host, Audrey, and hopefully we can navigate some deep thoughts together today. I feel like I should give you a little bit more of an introduction to who I am, right? And let's just get started by saying that I'm an artist and by whatever that means because I try to do a little bit of everything. I feel like it may be plainly obvious what are my two favorite topics to rant about. And if you guessed either love or death, you're 100% right. So you can definitely expect some more episodes from me about those topics soon enough. And accordingly, the motto for today is how can we overcome superficiality in relationships and finally learn to appreciate solitude. I've been thinking a lot about this lately, maybe because of the world's chaotic current situation, right? A lot of specialists already stated that the whole pandemic thing has been triggering a loneliness epidemic. And personally, I find that to be very true and terrifically sad, to say the least. Not gonna lie to you, COVID has been going on for like over two years now, right? And I can hardly remember how we used to have so many social interactions per day and connect with so many people like without a mask covering half of our facial expressions or without having to care about how close you are from someone that can contaminate you, which is crazy. And as ironic as it may sound, I feel that social media helped us all cope with that. Like in relieving the lonely feeling, maybe kind of lessening the pain it is to feel distant from the ones you love when quickly connecting through a screen. I guess, though, as much as that meant coping with the chaotic situation, that we are already experiencing the side effects of all that, and they don't look that nice. Let me know about you, but I have never felt that my relationships with people were as shallow as I do now. We not only lost contact with a lot of people that we used to see frequently for some reason, but even the people that we were super close with, we were obligated to be distant from. And suddenly, all that was left was some cold connections and a lot of uncertain feelings. And my special bet for the next couple of years, which I think is going to be very interesting to see unfold is that we are all going to have to learn again how to surrender to relationships again to new partners and friendships to be open to real deep talks and feeling comfortable in vulnerability and new connections overall you know every cloud has a silver lining so let's see how that goes it is so easy to portray an invented perfect persona of yourself on the internet that we sometimes get really caught up with the superficial things. When social isolated, for example, most of our interactions took place online and people then could barely tell if what we were saying was true or not, since not even our body language most of the time was available to the interlocutor in conversations. We got used to consuming really quick and shallow content, which might have led us to a spiral. 
And that's not only about social media content, like some random photos or selfies we see on Instagram, or 15-second satires on TikTok that we quickly scroll through without even understanding what the mind just absorbed. But mainly, this modern superficiality is present in the way we communicate. What we post on social media is a direct reflection of how we see life, particularly in how we express our views to the world, whether we want it or not. It is very significant how we interact with people online, whether they are strangers or friends. When you text someone, how are you doing, how are you feeling, what have you been up to, the chances of them telling you what is actually happening in their life are minimal. And we all know that because we do that all the time. You're not going to tell someone you're not super close with the things that have been keeping you awake at night, right? And that, I guess, it's the main problem. Our interactions are getting exponentially quicker and emptier. We are socialized through our whole lives to be extremely individualistic at our core. Why would you share your weaknesses with someone you've been told to be your competitor? It seems irrational. We are not willing to be vulnerable with nobody around us because that means danger. At least that's what we are told to do. And this also has a lot to do with various structural social problematics. Because we're so caught up in our own little bubbles, too preoccupied with our own journeys, that we can't even see beyond our own classes for a single moment. It's ridiculous how we are never willing to put down our guards, even if that means we're losing the capacity of being empathetic, supportive, and interested in others. As a result, a lot of us choose actively to be alone in order not to settle for less than what we deserve. This is natural, I think, but it's too an emergency measure that only works in a short term. And to play devil's advocate for a bit, let me paraphrase Bauman's words here. In a world of furious individualization, relationships can be ambiguous blessings. Of course, when you're in a healthy environment, maybe surrounded by narcissists or just emotionally mature people, it's the wisest choice to keep yourself closed off for a bit. But this again should only last until you can get away from it, like as soon as possible. I realize that there are two types of people in these tough situations that are filled by superficiality. The ones who choose to put up the guards and never let them down again, and the ones who simply settle to not feel lonely. But before we get into that, I think it's essential that we differentiate connections from relationships. If you're the type of person that becomes avoidant and never get real with anybody again after a delusion, you're probably more comfortable in just establishing connections. And solitude is probably the preferred place for you when compared to relating to other people. But if you're the type that tries everything to sustain any ideal of harmony you might have, Even after complicated situations with partners or friends, you probably prefer to keep stable and everlasting relationships because you're not that pleased with your own company. 
The thing here is that connections require not only a mutual amount of interest, but effort, or else they fail immediately. Once in a blue moon, when you feel like you really connected with someone, you've got to have the consciousness that the bonding you two have depends solely on your mutual willingness to maintain such a dynamic. Why relationships can be a little bit more unbalanced, creating toxic environments where the time and energy put in by one of the parts can be greater than the other and that will not necessarily lead to the end of the relationship immediately, tiring both parties out over time. And my point here is that the loneliness you can feel surrounded by toxic people or when you choose to be by yourself can be the same when it's caused by past superficial relationships or connections. At the end of the day, we cannot keep cutting corners like that. If you want to establish safety nets for connections with cool people and secure relationships, you necessarily need to know how to make yourself happy in solitude and vice versa. So when you're in the process of healing from trauma or getting to know yourself better or breaking old unhealthy patterns, whatever, there is a lot of good reasons for you to choose solitude over serious relationships, even to choose um, just quick connections, right? That is true. There is a lot of chapters in life, as I like to call them, in which you need to be alone for a bit, to grow in some way. But we cannot talk about learning to appreciate solitude, which is something amazing that everyone should definitely master, without talking about those times in which we choose loneliness from a fearful place, from a self-sabotage kind of place. You know, we go through some things in life, I guess, that make us close ourselves up to new people, to new experiences, to new situations that make us feel vulnerable. And it's important as you heal from those things to avoid fear taking control over you. You know, as humans, we know how intimate social interactions and developing deep bonding with people is fundamental for our stability and our overall health, right? With the pandemic especially, I think all of us noticed how it is essential for our mental health, for instance. And to be fair, it's very hard not to let the comfort zone of being alone win you over. I catch myself now constantly asking, why am I continually running from intimacy, which is something we all crave so deeply? And honestly, it's because the stability we can provide for ourselves being alone, not forcing ourselves out of our comfort zones, is way more effortless than the comfort you can find in the arms of others. And the only problem here is that the latter is much more fulfilling and lasting than the former. But don't get me wrong, it's just as bad to avoid being by yourself because either you're too attached to the idea of someone or of a relationship or because you're too scared of the truths you may face when being honest with yourself and pondering on your actions and feelings. 
I know that can sound confusing at first because we're always told that we need to treasure our own companies and that's a fact. But you can't keep hiding from intimacy forever, using your self-love as an excuse or even using the love of others to mask your own self-doubt and hate. Like I promised, the shadows in which you hide your fears and avoidance will never be as comfortable as the beautiful place of honesty. You can be with people that are emotionally responsible and know how to communicate, including yourself as one of them. Once you stop fighting with your needs, such as for intimacy or authentic connections, you understand better how to balance things out and stop running from what can make you actually happy that you once neglected. There is no doubt that regularity in life and predictability of events can bring us peace and some type of comfort, but we cannot let it get out of hand. I mean, to get to this peaceful state of having the best of both worlds, you gotta trust yourself first i feel like for once we should give ourselves the benefit of the doubt like what if everything that i'm putting my energy into today turns out greatly tomorrow after all we do not need to be ever certain about our relationships and connections they don't need to work out perfectly all the time but if you have a nice emotional foundation responsibility and cherish your own company always you're going to be okay it is vital, though, that each of us look at our own reality and reflect on why we are still surrounded by so much superficiality. It's cliche, but the change does start in a personal realm. It's obvious that we all need to learn to love ourselves unconditionally and to express ourselves confidently, taking pride in all of our experiences, the pretty and ugly ones. But until we truly understand why are we choosing to portray such a superficial facade of ourselves, we'll not get into the real relationships that treasure deep connections that we want so much. Unfortunately, by the way the system works and by how we are conditioned to not trust others around us, it's getting harder over time to deconstruct the notion that we will only be successful on our own. But the truth is that the more open you are to being vulnerable and exposing your true self to new people, the greater are the chances of you finding people like-minded, inspired by the gift that is intimate connections. Another thing I'd like to point out is maybe a little solution. I feel that to get to the point of overcoming superficiality in relationships, we need to combat it in the self first, right? And it's very simple. Interesting people are the interested ones. Life is just too short for us to keep ourselves in our comfort zones and not ask questions, you know, and not be curious. It's so beautiful how we as humans have unprecedented rationality and are also gifted with inherent creativity. It would be such a waste not to take advantage of this to explore our own limits. I mean, not only be actively interested in other people, in their experiences, stories, feelings, but in yourself too. Let yourself be curious. Try to sit with your wants and needs for a bit and discover What's something you have always wanted to try or to discover? What are some topics I'm interested in that I never searched up? Getting to know yourself better not only can be a fun process if you allow it, 
but it can open so many doors for you throughout your life. To fight something so complicated such as structural problems of society, we need creativity to free ourselves first. Once we stop caring as much with how others perceive us as we talked about in the last episode, and we start actually caring about what it is that we are actually bringing to the table, everything changes. From the way we view what happens in our surroundings to how curious people start to find us. You need to start seeing yourself as a whole, as the complex being you are, with so many layers, passions, and stories, so you can finally start acting up based on who you actually are and not on who you want to seem to be. There is absolutely no reason to feel ashamed to of things considered weaknesses once you start working in the bettering of them. The real deep connections and stable relationships we all want so much are right next to the parts of ourselves we keep hiding from the world. And maybe if you too, my friend, start to feel proud of your deep self, we'll together get to overcome superficiality in relationships. And with that being said, thank you so, so much for listening to me. Please tell me what you think about this episode on Instagram or Twitter. Both will be tagged in the description. And may you have a beautiful rest of your day and a wonderful week. Lots of love from my heart to yours. Till next time.